How you guys? It's, it's Friday. We starting a little bit later than we do. We was in like eight ish, but uh, we back in the building. Me and my uh, brother, Dr. Damon, my co partner in crime. Um, we always like to bring on amazing individuals who are doing great things in the community. So without further ado, make sure you guys go ahead and like and share this. Today I have my brother Q Quintrell Johnson, who is an entrepreneur. He is man just a beacon of hope and light in the community he does mentorship he's always having an amazing conversation with me about the area of mental health um growing up in uh an area that's not necessarily ideal but understand the nature of the struggle and what it means to bounce back and what it means to truly point to those that we want to see be successful in the world um from areas of just uh young leaders from sports from entrepreneurship um you also are involved in mental health you're a counselor Right. And so and then he also has Icon TV, which we're going to tap in and talk about that. So, brother, thank you for taking out your time, making space to come and join us this morning. I know you are a seriously busy brother that's also doing a lot of things, including running. Quintra is hitting me a message early in the morning about running. I'm like, OK, I speed walk and let me get my development up to get where you at, bro. So welcome. Bless us this morning. on joining us, bro. I mean, I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you all for having me, man. Um, excuse uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we have conversations, so uh, I'm going to be a little transparent on here, but I'm going to have to, I might talk slow because sometimes I might have to control myself because normally I'm an open book, especially when I feel comfortable. So, Absolutely. you know, I'm, I'm here, man. Thank you, man. Let's go. Let's go. Brother. Yeah. What? So Oklahoma is home for you. Like, no, it's wrong. It's as, as an Oklahoma native, what does this look like? What we're seeing happening in the city right now? Man, uh, I see the world hit the reset button. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I feel like the, right now uh, it's it's the land of opportunity. Anything that was taboo that you probably had fear on on doing, you're like ah, oh, we, we I'm saying this kind of area. I don't think we got this kind of demographic. I think anything you uh, want to do and you put the uh, push the umph behind it, I, I think anything can bloom. Just plant the seed and go through the process. Yeah. Did, I, did you always have that mindset about the things you're doing now? Because when I hear stuff about, hey, man, we got a streaming services. I'm like, what? I don't know too many people that have a streaming services. <laughs> hey, I've been like that as a kid. My, my, uh, my mama, she uh, worked at a salon when I was a little boy. And uh, as a little boy, when I first seen somebody sweeping up hair, when they cutting hair and the hair falling on the ground, I'm like, like. You want me to get that for you? That's just my heart. I always had a big heart to help people. And uh, so I started doing that. And by me doing that, they start, start paying me, giving me, tipping me afterwards. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I want to come to the shop just so I can do this. Hit that team again. <laughs> Build up that momentum. And I seen that that, that uh, <laughs> gave me some money. I had a pee bank. You know, the little Zarka things. Mm -hmm. I used to always go. Every time I get money, they'll tip me about $3, $5. Each we had probably about five different stylists. So I go put my money back in that thing. As a kid, I had money, man. And uh, my brother used to go try to take my money out of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, but so ever since like that, I always knew that I, I had a, I had ambition. I, I, if I seen the way how money works and know how to go get it, then I use mm -hmm. that even till now, to, to, to this day. Oh, yeah, bro. Tell us how you got from there, literally from like putting money in in the Ozaka piggy bank at the house, guarding it from from your brothers to to <laughs> the man you are today, like the entrepreneur, like literally a Renaissance man who has his hands in so much going on. I can tell you the development. Yeah, <laughs> man. I think all through the process, I learned a lot because I went from doing that. Then after doing that, I went from um, <laughs> I was selling parsley. 
I was <laughs> I was selling parsley back in middle school. I, I was I yeah. parsley. Parsley. And I used to mix my Reggie with parsley. So I, <laughs> my bag, I got my tens. I got my twenties. <laughs> it, it took no. all took my cousin. We took parsley. one. My cousin got out of being locked up. And he came over. He was he was you know rolling up some weed or whatever. He told me, you know don't ever do this. Da, da, da. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh man, um, it was cool at the moment. But then it was like a little time later. I was in the kitchen. And I seen something that looked like weed. I'm like, is this weed? <laughs> it was a parsley thing. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, find out, man. This is, this might be what uh what he was smoking. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> bro. Mix it up. So then it got to the point. So you know, so everything that you go through, I learned how to manage money. I learned that you know, hey, when you get money, you gotta, gotta go buy some more parsley and some more red. You know, you know this stuff. <laughs> and then uh it, it went to uh I was still hustling, got to me doing selling the real thing, getting the real connection. The next thing I know, uh, I got in trouble in school my senior year. And uh, it kind of let me know that, like, hey, man, uh, you can build up this momentum. You can make $10,000, $20,000, but you got to go deep do <laughs> 10 years. You know, it, right. it ain't worth it. You know? So uh, yeah. it kind of started making me want to transition and, and try to find out what my purpose is. And so that's when I was, I had to. I didn't know what I liked, so everything was an experiment. So I started uh, when I was in high school. I got my cosmetology license. I cut hair uh, inside the shop. My mom had her own salon, so I was cutting hair in the shop. Then uh, yeah. I really didn't like that it wasn't making enough money for me, and I wasn't as fast as I wanted to be. So I kept real myself. So I went to massage therapy. Massage therapy. Uh, I loved it. I was great at it, and I feel like I'm the best. <laughs> and uh, next thing I knew, it uh, it is a leisure. So whenever uh holidays or times get hard that's the first thing they gonna put to the side well i still yeah play, so i figured out that with me so i just kept experimenting with different stuff and then uh, i always been working with kids ever since i got i graduated with my bachelor's uh with the doing a behavioral specialist so and and i always knew i had a passion because of how i transitioned from uh you know what I'm saying being in the streets to getting out here and faking it till i make it hanging around people that i don't even feel comfortable hanging, putting a smile on my face and being, you know, it actually came to who I was. I learned a lot being around them, so I learned that like uh, I want something different, and, and yeah. it, it started pushing me to to really just care. I uh, ain't working at the hospital, working working with, with inside the hospital with uh, in a mental facility. Uh, that those kids is going through real situations. So mm-hmm. me seeing what yeah. we, I was dealing with in the streets, and you know, I don't want people to come behind me doing the same thing, thinking that it was cool. I feel like I had to use my voice. I feel like that was that was mm-hmm. that was my purpose. I feel like I'd be doing a disservice to the community by going through this transition and then not going back and and, and grabbing. I got it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I heard That's a couple of things. Wow. I heard that your experimentation allowed you to see a different aspect of yourself. I heard that you also had a passion to be figure out what works for you and what would allow you to get the things that you want to have. And I also heard that you feel like it'd be a disservice for you not to go back. And help the individuals that went through that kind of struggle, you know, letting them know that they can do better and do more. And that's huge, bro. Absolutely. I like to know, like, I know we always talk about, you know, the conversation we have as far as coming from the streets, coming from that background, because I was a pusher too, bro. I loved pushing, bro. I was great at it. But having the ability to transition mindsets, but being willing to allow yourself to do it. 
Because sometimes whenever we grow, especially coming from the background we have, you know, being in the streets and hustling to, you know, stepping into mental health and development and understanding the psychology of it. Sometimes we feel like almost like a sellout or that we're compromising because sometimes we can't help people. And so how do you mm. navigate that in a situation where, you know, you want to help people, but you just know you can't help them because you got a big heart, bro. So I know that has to be a challenge sometimes, right? Man, yeah, that's crazy that you even asked me that question because that's that's my biggest challenge is uh, with me. I'm still connected to the streets. You know, uh, I, those, those are my peoples. I don't let them. I, I know that I can't be too close and hang around you all the time because I know that it's a gravitational pull to get me mm -hmm. back into where I came from. And right. I'm trying to transition to a new level. So like say, like if you hang around uh, <laughs> non-broke people, you're going to be the 10th one. You know? right. and just, I just want to, I hang around people that I try to spend more time with people that can, uh, can build me, you know, so to teach me. And, and so mm -hmm. uh, I have people that's professionals that can be like, Hey man, you gotta you 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 gonna have to lead them. You know what I'm saying? You gonna right, have to right. you, you got you gotta do you, man. If they holding you back, you gotta do what you gotta do. And and, and my heart to know where we came from, the stuff that we did right. with each other back in the day, where we saved each other's lives on right petty stuff. <laughs> um, just because he he say she's all that, you know. So it's deeper than what me as I elevate and I start, you know, growing and getting around uh a different uh, uh, economic group, uh, right? Then I don't want to forget where I came from. I, my, right? I think yeah. I, I'm gonna build me because I'm that's why I put something on Facebook. That's like me versus me, and what that means is let me get myself together for real before I keep trying to 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 help people while I'm trying to come up. I'm gonna get myself right. together, and that's what I feel yeah. like God has blessed me with. When I get to thinking about everything, far as just even how cable, I didn't think I'd ever be doing cable. So with God putting this in my hand and and it's allowing me to grow on a whole nother level. Now I can actually make my bills pay. Now I can go do my purpose. Now the guilt yeah. that God said, okay, hey man, you, you you went through this. Now you're supposed to be going to go get back. You got all these kids that's you know that's looking up to you. Got mm -hmm. teenagers, you got, you know, so it, uh it, now it's made me put myself, push myself more to the side and really start going and operating in what I know God blessed me with, why he gave it to me and operating my purpose. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, listen, that's the space because a, a lot of us kind of deal with that. You know, you talked about how, you, you know, people tell you all the time, oh, you, you know, you forgot where you came from. And a lot of us, we don't not only want to forget, well, like we don't not want to forget where we came from. We want to still be there and be a presence right. there and, and, and give and grow there. And that's a tough thing to do. Like when, when you are balancing that that duality of feeling like mm. am i here so much that it's holding me back but i don't want to leave here because this is this is value this is life this is this is how we build the communities right what is how do, how do you do that because i'm hearing you and i'm seeing you do it successfully appreciate it that's all honor to god man i really feel like he, he's the director of, of, of I don't even be knowing what I'm doing most of the time. Somebody looks like, hey, you know, and, and, and it's the struggle. It's really the struggle. It's like me being on here right now, me being live, say if a certain question came up and it's it's exploiting a certain side that people don't see. Cause right. uh, say smoking weed. Nobody, I don't never be on on camera smoking no weed, but do I get hot sometimes? Yeah, I I, I smoke sometimes. Absolutely. But do I want to um project that imagery? 
Yeah, I want to protect yeah. protect the imagery. And but part of me is kind of like, hold on. But then again, I want to be open because I feel like by me holding that side back, I'm like, you ain't gonna see the transition. You ain't gonna right. see that, you know the point times mm-hmm. where, I, where I, I I see it affect me. Now I'm like, okay, I gotta get out of this. You need to know this know how. You need to know the stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's the part that when we try to be too safe that that uh that people miss out on the testimony. That's how people right. go so busy trying mm-hmm. to say save this and don't want people now I'm, I'm honestly getting up to the point i know that i'm in a transition in life right now i'm getting to a point do I, do I care what people say or do i care what people say and right and really i don't care but i i build up momentum in a certain area where i start working with kids and i don't want them to see just snippets of it and then you take it the wrong way and run with it like you got to see the full story to see right. how it got to I don't want to mess nobody up in the in, in that process. I want you to see the process. I want you to see the real me. I don't want to be. Right. I had I like to, you know, to get to this point where I am today to become a professional. It was some faking it to the making. It was some make sure my pants is pulled up or putting on this. You know, right? right. <laughs> it was yeah. all of that to the point to where it became me, and I liked it, and I embraced it, and I see why. You know. I don't know if that's faking it to it, making it, or if it's confronting the cognitive dissonance, the resistance between this idea aspect of who I see myself being based on past memories and the yeah. idea aspect of who I know I need to become in order to achieve a certain, you know, level of success. You're right. I, li- I like to say it like that, but yeah. I make it do kind of make it sound well. <laughs> I mean, it's literally in the word fake it. And, and yeah, I think yeah. that space of fake it till you make it versus dressing the part. Like if you say you want to be in this position, in this role, you have to dress and be the part. You've got to act and react and and see and be seen in the spaces that you're trying to get to. Right. What I'm saying, sometimes there's one comfortable. Sometimes there's one comfortable. So why I'm Absolutely. using it in a certain way. Now I got to switch something up and I'm like, I don't like it, but I got to do it anyway. Right. You know, yeah. I got to make it look comfortable. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even when it ain't. Yeah, we yeah. got a question from Elijah. What's yeah. good, Elijah? Yes, sir. You see that? Yeah, question? Elijah says. Elijah says, "What was the relationship with your father like, and how did that impact your outlook on life?" Mm. Uh, man. So, uh, growing up, uh, let me make sure that I'm. I'm <laughs> this because I I can get real transparent sometimes. Okay. Uh, so my father, he never was just like a uh, he never was just in my life to the point to where I really got to develop a real relationship like I just didn't, he ain't told me he loved me until just recently now he's in a rehabilitation and I can't just really gave him a hug or a real genuine hug you know right. so uh we was I was tough on the weekends I would go with my grandma uh she stayed in North Highlands. I go over there with my dad. My dad was, he, I see aspects, aspects inside that how I operate now of how what I had to go through with him then. But I would go over to my grandma's house. He'd go over a chick's house. So I had to stay at my grandma's house on the weekend. Or I'm right. house. So I had so many sisters and, <laughs> and mm-hmm. brothers, you know. So yeah. Uh, yeah. it was just kind of like a, so it then got to the point where I felt like child support. Child support, my mama kind of be on my dad about child support when it got to that point it's like he tried to avoid me it's like it really didn't mm-hmm. so i got on my mama's stuff because i was really a daddy's boy back then because i thought my daddy was so cool he wore suits he was so suave he was i just i looked yeah. up to my daddy but so i when i uh uh i just really pressed my mama to take take him off child support so you know it, so he would want to see me or whatever and uh 
she did wow. that, and then I seen I didn't really see a change. But right after that, my grandma died, and then my dad really kind of lost it once once wow. died, and it never was the same. So I uh, I always wanted that relationship. It didn't affect me. I didn't, it didn't affect me until I got to college, and uh, mm. I was with my roommate. <laughs> and it was a, a white boy. And I treated him kind of like well, that was my room at first, and then he ended up coming along. So I was like, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, stay on your side. Hey, like, hey, make sure this cleaned up. I was kind of tough. I never really developed a relationship. Make a long story short, one day at the, uh, he was on. He didn't know nobody down there. He's from Colorado. Uh, one day I seen him about to get ready to leave out of the room. He got a fish, uh, fishing pole, and mm-hmm. he got his tiny box with him. I'm like, well, where you about to go? He was like, man, I gotta, uh, I'm about to go fishing. And I was like, oh, that's what's up. He was like, yeah, man, my money's running low, man. I gotta make try to try to make something happen. He was like, I got this little, uh, he had a little uh, little burner in the room where he can cook and stuff like that. He showed me that. And so why he it was just hit me like, whoa, like this dude, he knows some stuff that I don't know. Like he a survivor. Right. He, yeah, he yeah. flipped the script on him. He didn't know that at the time, but it's like, man, I look up to you now. I'm like, you want me to go with you? I went with him. We got we caught the fish. We skinned the fish. We scaled the fish. Cleaned it. We did all that. He did everything. I didn't eat the fish, <laughs> but right. whole process. And and I I right that it's like man, if he can do that, if he can be a self starter, if he can be the type of person that you know go out there and, and get like me, it had to be somebody just like let's go fishing. And we don't know what we doing. We just went out there. <laughs> but he taught me through the process. What it did was. I was like, I want to give this back to my kids. I want to teach my kids. I don't Man, think, you know, that's good. You know, I started feeling some type of way. About wow. You know, and I started things that I didn't pay attention to back in the day. It's everything started making sense. So I started feeling some type, type of way about my dad. Make a long story short, my grandpa ended up uh, passing. He, we had a long talk about how everything was supposed to be. Some, some foul stuff happened to where, you know, uh, he, he had left everybody some money. I didn't get my part. It made me even feel more. Worse, right. Validated my feeling like I mean I always like yeah. the black sheep in the family, you know. Uh and then I had to keep it real with myself. I said if I keep letting things go in that that way, what it's gonna do is gonna cause a divide, a separation of my family. Well, my kids ain't gonna know who their cousins is, ain't gonna see is, and you know, <laughs> so I seen the bigger picture and I decided to make sure I, to, to forgive. And then my dad, next thing I had my dad started getting real sick and it was yeah. going to real so. It's this time where God was pulling on my heart where I'm trying to be one way, like, nah, get that. Like, he ain't wasn't there for me, wasn't it? And I'm like, nah, you know, I can't be like that. So I tapped in and started helping take care of my father. Uh, and, and then that was the best thing that I ever could have did because I developed a relationship with him that I, I never would have been able to get if I didn't drop my guard down and, and start right. you know, right stuff getting it. So I look forward to going <laughs> and go see my pops. <laughs> two not, so uh, did wow, you have man. to did you have to initiate that reconciliation or do you feel like it was just something that happened? Yeah, I, that's why I feel that's why I know I'm different. That's why yeah. like when I see people like Nipsey Hustle or the doctor said, I know I know I got a real gift. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good for a reason. I just know that I'm trying to fight it. You know, part of me trying right. to fight it to and live my life, but part of me is like like hey, <laughs> you better use it. <laughs> like you better so uh I feel like that uh yeah, that, that God has, has has positioned me in life to be that person, you know, for my family, to be that rock. Because uh, even when my grandma died, uh, it was a lot of separation. We, our family wasn't mm-hmm. coming together, you know, had a talk. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Family don't even feel like family. feel like strangers. Right. Yeah. And then, it's like, I, I realized all it took was a call. 
to call everybody and say, hey, we meeting on this day. And when I learned that, like, somebody got to take charge to be that kind of person, uh, and somebody got to say something, I realized that that's my part in life, you know, in yeah. any position I'm in, whether it come from the hood, whether it come from the community, whether it come to my family. Uh, I know I got somebody got to be that stand-up guy. And, I, I like and, I, and, I, and I'm practicing as I go, and I'm learning as I go. So I don't know everything. Yeah. So I made mistakes on what I do along the way, but I'm not letting nobody, you know, I'm at the point now where I <laughs> I know who my source is. I know that if I yeah. stay locked in and keep trying to elevate and do better, that he's going to guide me. Yeah. Right. That's and, the word, about man. It, and you would think it would be like almost a, a, like there's no direction, there's no manual, but it's like there's a need to be met. As long as you see there's a need to be met, there's always direction that's there for us. It's like, how attentive are you to it, though? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, you said something that that is you talked about the power of forgiveness. This is a big one for me. This is like forgiveness is one of my top three values, my top three personal values. And and the power of standing on forgiveness, not just for mm. other people. Who may have hurt you who may have you know who may have not shown up for you the way you wanted or needed them to but the forgiveness of yourself like literally being able to to let go and not hold on to those hurts and those experiences in a way that that doesn't allow you to open yourself up to to the beauty and the growth in life and in our relationships bro that is powerful Absolutely. Thank you for saying that man. Thank yeah. you for that because that's what your family that's what keeping your family together has been built on. Right, right. And it's beautiful. I think because the reward of it. Mm -hmm. I don't think we recognize the magnitude of that reward to say that I'm willing to forgive this, even though it didn't always work in an ideal way. I'm willing to say I don't want to be the victim of this circumstance because at the end of the day, this forgiveness is not just about me, but it's about how can I build my my family to have that support. And I don't right. care. Like I know for some people, they're not. A, 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 they don't have the capacity or capability to do it because they have felt a lot of pain. So, and it's not always easy when it comes to mm-hmm. money, you know, being betrayed and with family or knowing that you may give your heart for somebody that may not even care. Right. Right. You know. Right. But in this situation, you're saying, man, even Nipsey, Nipsey didn't just sacrifice himself for his family, like he did it for the culture, for the world, and because of the impact is way bigger than who he is. That's huge. Right. Right. Yeah. So hold on one second before we before we go forward, because you're getting a lot of love, bro. Uh, Mako yeah, said Q is a real one. Candice is saying that's huge. Basic survival skills are important. I think we miss out on teaching our children those things. I think that's the emphasis on legacy, too. That's huge. Channing said Quintrell is a solid stand-up guy. I just want to make sure you get your roses real quick, bro. Nah, man, I appreciate that. I look up to Channing. <laughs> yeah, that's the yep. Candace said, "Don't wait on nobody. Just go and get it. Just go get it done." Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You you got your hands in so many different areas, and like I, I'm I'm excited to kind of to for you to take us a little bit on that journey. And uh, Elijah asked another question. He asked, "What role did education play, like, in your journey?" Because this is what that's the huge. things that we're hearing from you. Are, are are like your base values, but what happens when you've built on that with like your education and your experiences? Uh, well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take that, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna put a little twist on that. Uh, okay. Education was, is a big, played a big part. Uh, with me coming from school, I, I didn't take school serious uh, when I was in um, middle school, high school. I really didn't take, cause they didn't held us accountable. As, as I feel like they probably should, you know, they kind of let us do what we wanted to do. Uh, we mm. kind of went to school, <laughs> felt like. Uh, so when I got to college, man, 
it was really a really eye opening when it, when I say that I felt like uh, I, I was the dumbest person in the class. Things that they was working on, I didn't know oh, wow. that stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it really messed with my like back where I'm from. I feel like man, <laughs> right. I, got that, I wasn't a man. I, it really was a humbling experience because due to my I guess my swag then, you know, people probably consider me as a gangster. People probably, that was black, you know, there was a lot of uh, my white people. So I, 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 didn't, I guess I wasn't approachable. Uh, uh, hmm. I wanted to be, I wanted to be cool, you know, so a lot of people didn't talk to me a lot of, you know, unless I was seeing somebody that, you know, that we, we had a vibe or a frequency was matched or something. Uh, so it was a struggle. I'm like, I can't copy off nobody's paper. <laughs> so it humbled me to make myself uh, I, my mama told me, she said, hey, son, you on academic probation. Uh, if you your grades ain't good this year, they're going to kick you out. And I'm like, and I had wow. just got to the point to where, you know, I, I was coming to the point where it was real in the streets. My, my partner's little brother just got killed. So the mindset, right. was on, it, was, it was on some, uh, if we see you see us, we know what's about to happen because it ain't no, right. uh, we're going to get the fair one. No, we, it's, it's real. So yeah. it, it, it was fight and flight mode was up. And uh, with me being out there in school, it was kind of like, if I know when I go back there, the chances is high that I'm either going to be dead a lot. Right. And yeah. I know I'm down here, but I'm playing with it, so it's about to make me. So now you got to do what you got to do. Are you going? And I had two partners that was up there with me, and you know they we, we was going off each other's energy because we really we was down there having fun. And I had to get, I had to separate myself from that while we was down there. I really had to get locked in and loaded. So I found myself in the tutoring lab for first time I went. I stayed in there for about an hour and a half. It was so many people in there. I, I got impatient. I walked out. Mm. I was so mad at myself because I'm like, I, dude, yeah, back there, you know what time it is. I, I know what's 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 about to pop off. All right, you can go down here and go back to this tutoring lab, and no matter how long it takes, you gotta do what you gotta do. So I went in there again. I ain't gonna lie, I went in there again. I left out again. It was crunch time. <laughs> we yeah. had a test coming up. I knew if I failed this test, it was over. I had to go back home. I went to that tutoring lab. I stayed in that thing for about three hours. I told uh, the dude that was tutoring me the situation, like, man, I'm dude. I'm I'm, I'm be honest with you. I ain't on none of this. I feel like the dumbest person at the school. Like, mm. I don't even know all this. Me, I was in uh, calculus and business statistics. You think about one formula, you got about four different sets of formulas that you got to make. <laughs> but he, he sat there, that dude sat there with me for hours. And, and I went every day. I tell I, I just want to come when you're going to be here. Nobody ain't. So I'll, I'll go, but keep going back. And so when I got that, I realized that man, I ain't smart. <laughs> and I, I like it. Uh, I, anything you throw with me, I just got to know I got to put the time and, and, and the commitment. So, so school played a big part due to the experience more, should I say, because a lot of stuff if uh, that I'm using right now is really coming from my mama's wisdom. Uh, it's coming from people that I looked up to that I asked questions because a lot of book stuff that mm-hmm. I, I, stuff I learned in school, I feel like I gave them so much money where I could have went to the library and um, <laughs> taught myself this stuff and, and saved me yeah. uh, $50,000. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But then the relationships and the experience, because sometimes the dynamics of those relationships open up new opportunities that we may not be aware of, right? Absolutely. Straight up. So that's that's a big key. Plus, man, <laughs> having to be in a position where you got to deal with it. 
Oh my god. Gotta face it. When your back is against the wall, I think coming from the streets and coming from that background where it's like we know the grit and gruss, so we know the survival of it. But it also gives it like this rare attribute where you know, man, if my back gets the wall and I ain't gonna die and I've been in this situation. I mean, I know if I can fail it, I'm not gonna die. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like I'm okay with this. It's like almost like a self like reassurance in the in the, in the matter of it. Right. So you know, you you the point you made about having to go back to that tutoring room into that space that really challenged you at your core, like that's it, bro. Like being able to walk back in that room with the humility, with like the feelings of, of inadequacy, that's the mm-hmm. space that that like we see that happen, and it's not just a hood thing. It's not just a, a, a survival thing. Like that's literally walking through your fear. Right. Right. It's Absolutely. walking through, through all of that discomfort and, and all of those, those negative words in, in the back of your mind, walking through that is amazing. How do mm-hmm. you, how do you share that and teach that to the kids that you work with and your own family? That's a good question. Uh, it, it's the process. That's what I, uh, so, you know, I was teaching in the Making a Man program and we had a whole, um, the whole semester was dealt on the seed. And, you know, I, you know, I got to grow too. I'm a medical marijuana grower. So me learning how to grow, it, it taught me uh, really the, to, to learn life in a whole nother perspective. Because I, the same way how a plant develops, I feel like we kind of develop the same way. So I, I told them, you know, um, first you got to plant your seed. Once you plant your seed, you got to make sure that you put it in a solid foundation. Wherever you put mm. it, you want to make sure that soil is right. So that I use that as a transition from, hey, man, you know you want to hang around the cool kids and you doing this and they smoking vapes and you want to. But in reality, is, is you just doing it because you're going to feel cool when you're going to? Or is that really you? You know, just, so hang around the people. You, you, you like robotics. You like it. That's where you need to go. That's Surround yourself. So put yourself in the soil. Your seed in the soil, uh, and when you put it over there, it's gonna be in a dark place. It's gonna be hard. You ain't gonna understand kind of really what's going on. But as you isolate yourself, just how like we look at that candle, we focus. You better focus and kind of tap in to uh, to what you're trying to do. And then as you do that, you water, water. You gotta go through the process, you know. And, and as you do that, you're gonna start seeing. Uh, something to develop. Well, like, well, I don't care if you said you wanted to uh, <laughs> get bigger. You do push-ups, you're going to start seeing a little different. So that's kind of where your hope come into play. You see that sprout come out that ground. And then as you get get the hope, now it's kind of, like you said, you're going through the process and things going to get hard. You get a little wind, you know, it's going to sway you. And, you know, it, you got to remain strong through that sway. You got to kind of see the yeah. best as you, you know, and um uh, we talked about, you know, the sunlight energy. Energy is real. Energy mm-hmm. is real. If I go around somebody and, and I feel any increment of bad energy, I, my life is a story. My life is a book. I'm kicking you out of my book. <laughs> you, I, I'm so yeah. good at blocking people out and making, you know. <laughs> yes. You know, energy, energy is real. You know, you, uh, and we just talk about like the process of uh, photosynthesis, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I can, I can go on and on. So that's why that's, what I taught my class, but let me tell you something. This has been a real transparent moment right here. The reason why I'm taking a back right now on um, really 
uh, doing what I just did and dealing with all these kids is because in that process, I had to keep it real myself. And I said, man, I'm, I'm teaching them, but I need to go through this. <laughs> and right. I need to, you know, and so by, uh, and, and by me going through this, I don't want to go through this in a, in a, in a, a fake way. I don't want to keep trying to do it myself. I know that as I kind of do, do me, it's certain things. Somebody called me like, hey man, you know, hey dude, you shouldn't have did that. Like you put that on Facebook and da 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 da. And I might fight. Like, man, whatever. This is my life. But then next thing I know, something else happening. The why you get the why? Like mm-hmm. this is why. Okay, so that person that said that God sent him. So and then you know, so I, I like to yeah. learn things to the process like that instead of me always trying to do stuff myself. And then I get there and I realize like. This ain't me. <laughs> this was somebody, you know, and, and basically breaking down the problem. I don't, I don't want to calculate a method. I want to break down the problem all the way so I can, <laughs> you know. Yo, hearing you say, and, and like, I don't know if y'all caught what I caught with that, but but there's this space where as men, we're expected to be able to do it the right way every time. And there's security in that. And there's this false sense of security and of strength in, you know, this, of having it all together and doing it the right way. When I'm hearing you talk about literally walking into spaces as, as a guide and as a teacher and recognizing that you're learning so much from that experience yourself and having to own that. Right. Right. This one all about about me too. I, I grew so much in yeah, man. the process, even from, like I told you, I worked in the mental health. I worked at uh, St. Anthony Hospital. By me seeing kids going through situations that, in my world, I don't know this stuff exists. They go right. through some real stuff. So that heart-to-heart connection, they had to make that me going my own way on something, have my own understanding. It gave me a heart perspective to where mm. I look at things from a break, let's break the problem down. Even if they've been a therapist, you know, you can tell me what your problem is, but it's always an underlining. Right. Where, the real cause. You know, so. Yeah, yeah man. Big, man. Man, I like the fact that you, that you let nature be your teacher. Right. I think Absolutely. that's one of the biggest crimes against humanity is us fragmenting the aspect of who we are separate from nature instead of seeing that, that sense of oneness. Man, there's so many teachers in the world that people just are so un, you know, unaware of. So that does give you like a key, like being able to experience and being able to say, I mean, if it happens in this for this, how could it not happen for me as well? And it's like the post that I talked about in our endeavors, bro, we can grow into anything that we want to aspire towards. It just depends on how much focus, attention, uh, and conscious awareness, we really want to get to the endeavor. So that's dope, bro. I like your story, bro. I really do. I appreciate that, man. Ain't nothing like feeling like you're free, man, when you just really, uh, because, you know, when you're going up at first, you're going off what everybody then told you, your environment, what you see, what you hear, you take out, and then you get to the point where you become a young man, and then you kind of start looking back at some of that stuff like, man, how did I get here? Why am I like this? And I and that's just a point where I'm trying to undo stuff. Like take everything that wasn't wasn't serving me. You know, you gotta kind of mm-hmm. once you start conscious. And now that I, I get it and I understand, and I'm looking at it from a conscious. Uh, man, I feel free. I feel. Has like it I'm, always been like that for you? Like the challenging uh, aspects of maintaining your sense of authenticity. Although you've you've like allowed yourself to surrender to what that journey can present. Has it always been that way for you? Nah, man. When I say that, uh. Back even going back to where I felt like um, we was at war when I was when I was in high little high school and you know, on for a little while we was at war. It was really 
And then I was always a hustler too. So uh, just ride, think, waking up with paranoia every day. Uh, mm-hmm. Waking up with, with you know, uh, somebody, something happened to one of my partners, you know what I'm saying, the mind front, the mind state. So just all of that, I, ne- I didn't feel free. I felt like I'm on the edge at any, at any given time, you know, something, anything yeah. kind of pop off. So I didn't have really control of my life. And I got to the point to where, you know, uh, watched start developing as a father and really start mm. looking at things from me. And I'm gonna give you another story. And this is a real transparent story, but this was really when I became a good father. Cause at That's first tough. I, I didn't never have a, I didn't have to have guys. I didn't know how to be no father. I just knew I had to be a heart. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, That's, you said it again. Huh? Say that again. I said, I just had a good heart. <laughs> yeah. That's dope, bro. Yeah. So, but a transparent moment real quick. So back we had this big old hell storm way back in the day where it messed up everybody's cars. Make a long story short, uh, they we go and get our cars looked at me and my uh, ex-wife. And uh, during the time, see, I worked. So and uh, she stayed home and she watched the kids. And I felt like since I'm working, uh, let me do what I want to do. <laughs> like since I'm making all the money, you ain't got to do nothing. You just sit home and watch kids. Hey, we good. But her thing was like, okay, man, I've been with these kids all day. I've been up with them. I was like, now when you get off work, can you come on? And I'm like, hey, I need to unwind. I want to go chill with my homies, play the game, or you know, do other stuff that I need to go do, make money. <laughs> so that's that's what my mom. So, uh. As time went on, I started. I'm my bad. I had a brain fart. Um, yeah, I forgot. I, I, I do this a lot too. That's all right, man. When you got so much going on, where I was, where I was coming to. But okay, anyway. Uh, so, uh, we the, our cars was beat up. He gave us the estimate, but when she was on her way over, she said, "Um, hey, can you keep? Can you watch?" Watch our son, you know. Uh, so like I'm tired, I just want to go home and go to sleep. I've been loving with him all night. Da, da, da. I had already had plans. So I'm like, so me not trying to be a messed up person and just be one stop, like, ah man, all right, okay. But it, it was took a little minute before we got there. By the time we got there, I guess my son was in the back seat sleep in her car. I'm thinking she just forgot. Like, I try to manipulate the situation, like, okay, she forgot. I guess she's gonna keep him with him, whatever. I'm over talking to the dude about my car during this time. She didn't got him put inside my car. Uh and we talking so I, I, after we get on talking to the dude i get in my car she go in her car and i go to my partner's house and i was focused the only thing i was focused on was man i done had a long hard day mm-hmm. i just want to go i'm about to go bed play the game and, and, and smoke <laughs> so i uh i got out of my car went up there i'm up there for probably about 30 minutes now this is when the day is real hot outside mm-hmm. and uh i'm up there playing the game, about to get ready to win some money, some big money. And next thing I know, I get a call. And she's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm chilling. I'm playing this game. She's like, wait, what my son doing? I said, what you mean, what my son, our son doing? She said, what my son? And the only thing that went to my mind, like, oh, my God, she put him inside my car. Uh... I, I didn't know how athletic I was. I jumped down a whole flight of stairs. I ran over that to my car. And when I went in there, my son was in there crying profusely. He was red and tears. And I opened up my door and I pulled him out the car. He was pushing off of me. He wouldn't look in my eyes. And when I say I ain't never, I guess it, I'm, that's a real emotional moment. So I, right. But anyway, wow. the way that I felt at that time, 
I was, I ain't never been so mad at myself. I wanted to kill myself because I'm so mad at myself. Like, nigga, yeah. <laughs> right. that did, that made that, that, that made me say, hey, I, uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't never let it. From that point on, I wanted my son every day. <laughs> she was getting to the point, she was like, uh, <laughs> no, give me my, hey, nah. Like, it, it took my fatherhood to, because slippers count, you know what I'm saying? It, right. Happen, you know, and I, I couldn't even live with that. So I realized that, man, you can't keep taking chances. You can't just get caught up in your own doing. You can't let these idle things in the world grab hold. Compulsion. I always got to take a step and reboot. That's one thing about me. I'm constantly rebooting. I might be doing good on something for a while, and then next thing I know, I know shifting, but I always pull myself back to reflect, like, hey, hey, you know. I like it, bro. That's wow, bro. Thanks for sharing it. That's real. Absolutely. There's a, you know, there's a space where, where a lot of times our, our, our egos and our hurts just don't even allow us to own up to things like that. And that's yeah. big, man. And I know, I know a lot of, a lot of guys who, who can relate to the realities of living like that. Like that's legit. And I, I think like, I know that, like there was a space I'm with you. I, I didn't, I didn't know what being a father looks like what it, what it felt like. And, and like, there was no guidebook. There was hardly any guides in my life. And so when my daughter came along, I was thankful down the line of understanding that like my wife was really helping to put things together. Like she did a great job of saying, listen, I need you to show up here. And so mm-hmm. in, in her, her really helping me to understand the, the consistency of being there for and with my daughter is something that unfortunately we don't really, it's not a natural thing for us mm-hmm. in, in a world that says you belong out there right. making money. Right? right. And, and that's a tough one, man. So, so hearing that um, one, I hate that it was such a, such a traumatic experience, but I, I am so grateful for your testimony in that and being able to share that and, and to show, to show that showing up is important, man. Yeah, absolutely. Goodness. That's beautiful. Actually, Man. I mean, sometimes being able to say, "Hey, I made a mistake," and that not allow this, and really internalize this as this, this is this is a standard I have to really reinforce for not just mm-hmm. myself value, but also the value of those who I have to be attentive to. That's right. important because how how often do we make mistakes? Like I remember, I remember hustling, bro, and I remember when I first had my first kid, I was like, "Yo, I got my kid. Like I cannot do this no more." Right, and it's easy. I thought that that was my mindset. You know, this is going to be a brand new aspect of myself. But, bro, like, my second kid, I damn near had a fair case. You know what I'm saying? And even then, that wasn't a wake-up call for me, bro. Because I was like, okay, I got this case. I got to go back and make some money. This is all I know. But it was a time when I was on the highway driving down the street, and my whole tire came off, bro. And I had a bunch of stuff in my <laughs> trunk and a bunch of pills on me. Oh, and man. I knew for a fact that this police officer, when he pulls me over, he's getting a promotion today. Like this, this was, you know what I'm saying? And I remember looking in the mirror and seeing my kids' names tattooed on my neck. And at that moment, seeing their names tattooed on my neck, like, bro, come on. You know, dang well, they didn't sign up for this. This ain't even about you. It's really about you not really being who you called to be for them. And mm-hmm. that was the changing point for me, bro. Seeing their names tattooed on me, knowing, okay, next time they see me, I'm definitely going to be behind bars. That was my wake-up call, bro. Mm. Like wow. straight up, but we Man, always, I, I mean, yeah, we, we have those tidbits that show up, bro. It's like, when are you going to really allow that grace to take form? Like it needs to be because our pride, bro, we sacrifice so much. And a lot of us don't live through it. Let's keep it real. Like you, you talked yeah. in your testimony of a lot of people that's died. That was dear to you. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you recently went through this same exact situation. So speak to how that's played in your life as far as losing people and, and how that's worked in your life even now as far as making life count. Yeah, man. Like I said, Nene put inside a thing earlier. Like the seconds on his clock don't stop. And that's one thing that uh, when I talk to teenagers, that's what I wanted to get them to understand is uh, that you are in survival mode because you're in school. And you and, and the kind of schools that we come from, our, our culture, it, it, it makes us have to we be a certain way because we have to sometimes survival skills. And now we got to carry on that. And you carry on that and you're only doing it as a safety, yeah, as a safety mm. mechanism. And mm-hmm. so if I can get them to understand that during that process, like okay, you you in school, I understand you gotta you gotta keep the game face on. You might be the cool kid, you might be the, the gangster, you might be whatever it is. I understand. But listen, this is right now, this is uh it can be a vital, vital opportunity to where the things that if I can get you the game and teach you what I know. At this age, man, you're gonna be on a whole another level when you get to this man. point. You that right now. You yeah. gotta go through these cycles, but as long as you 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 get the wisdom when wisdom meets clarity, I call it that. Mm, I, I like it. You can stay in your head, but it's gonna take you to go through a real life experience. And when you get that real life experience, connect the dots. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That way you ain't just taking off my perspective of how I what I say. I just want you to keep it in your head, then you when you come through a a real situation connected by us and, and, and yeah. really allow yourself to grow on that. Yeah. It's <laughs> life. Uh, I would, did I answer the question? Did I ask the question, right? Hey, you talking truth, bro. <laughs> yeah. straight up. <laughs> okay, so, so this is my thing. When, I, when, I'm, when I'm pushing kids, I just want them to, you're going to make mistakes. I, one thing about my kids and I, some people parent, might question my parenting on certain things, but I want my kids to learn things early. Because I feel like if they learn some things early, they're going to go through certain situations early and, and you can learn from them and, and grow Experience. from them. Because uh, when you learn things late and you try to always be a two-goody, two-shoe and do things right, you're going to yeah. learn later. And when you learn later, you don't got mama and daddy right there. If you don't got no key people around you, it's gonna you're going to go off your own perspective and it can you know, right. you're destroy your life. So I feel like you, you really have to... Um, uh, keep people around you that's gonna sharpen you and it's gonna gonna, gonna build your mentor. Like I know, like this this is divine. Me, this this whole yeah. <laughs> podcast from where we even just uh the, when you did your book and I like man oh uh, yeah real and I and I admire y'all and what y'all doing and and when you connect with people that's that got good energy that's doing something man you never know what what what, what comes from man it just puts you a whole nother my state, the uh, <laughs> place, another place in life. Absolutely, that's that's amazing, man. This, this, you know, it. We are really um, passionate and excited about creating a space for us to really show up for and with each other. That's what this is about, man. Yeah, and so yeah. it is. It's been such a pleasure, like having you in the spaces, having you in a place with us, and and really being able to just connect and 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 share in that because this is what it looks like to build communities. It's yeah, it's not about showing perfection, and it's not about saying you only you only belong here if you've done this school, if you've got this you know this accolade, look or this right. brand or this accolade. It's about understanding, respecting where we all have come from, what we've all gotten through, and then setting our sights to the vision. 
Right. Absolutely. So I, I love that. And and bro, you so you you out here doing botany work in in growing medical marijuana. You out here um, owning and sharing um, a, a streaming business and a company. You're mentoring. You're you're valuing having mentors in your own life. You're raising family. Hey, he writing poetry. <laughs> writing poetry. <laughs> like yo, I, I love this, and and I, we have to say thank you for that because. We need we need our our communities to know that we don't have to be one sided. There right. is space for you in so many areas where you see space for you, and I love how you go out there and you make yourself like you 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 show up in the spaces and the places that you know you belong in. And I like the fact that I mean not to say that you look any kind of way, but I like the fact that it doesn't have to present itself as like no poster child. Right. 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 right? Right. Like when people be like, bro, you wrote a book. Yeah, you wrote a book, right? Or people look <laughs> at you and they think because you got some type of background, like, oh wow, like I'm just surprised. I love the fact that you didn't allow things that you had been through in the past prevent you from being able to step into that purpose. I I value that about you, bro. I really do. Especially people that have the desire to go back and help other people. Because that's Absolutely. what allows us to build communities that sounded like this to make the impacts that we have. You know, to be able to share your story that can allow the person to know that, man, just because I make a mistake doesn't mean that I don't deserve healing. Right. Too right. many of us allow ourselves to think because we've made a mistake. That is the, the defining like moment of our book. And OK, the story is in there. This is who I am. So I like the fact that you said, bro, even though I've been through this, I made some mistakes. Huge. like Because that's huge, bro. You know, yeah. especially being a father, we don't get that too much. When we make a lot of mistakes, especially pretending to our kids, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, now we get written off. You you look like this, bro. And it's right. so hard to bounce back from, mm -hmm. let alone knowing that a lot of us do rest a lot of the responsibilities on the mother because of how strong they look and how independent they're supposed to be, right? And so, I mean, it's just natural. So to see that you've been able to do that, man, it's, I, I commend you on that. Right. I know my mom, my mama, uh, she, she's the key to make me understand why I'm the way, why I am that way. You know, you, you she didn't know when I was gonna change. Yeah, I didn't make mistakes mm. that I was gonna stop, I was gonna stop, I was gonna stop. And just the fact that she didn't give up on me, uh I, she didn't know when that, that change was gonna come, yeah. but it coming, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing that I I push, especially with moms when they go into stuff with they going through things with their teenagers, push them like man. Keep pushing. This is yeah. <laughs> you know, because you never know it. You keep putting that wisdom. You know, if you light's gonna overshadow darkness at, at some point. So yeah. you keep putting that light out there, keep putting that light out there. And eventually somebody's gonna start changing. If they don't start to change, like I said, wisdom meet clarity, they're gonna keep it mm -hmm. in their head, and when they're gonna get in their guilt, gonna kind of kind of yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I believe you don't know, never know. You just keep you never know when somebody's gonna change. So if you just keep putting that life, putting that positive energy out there, that's your our part here on earth. You know, mm -hmm. regardless of what somebody did, how you feel about a situation, if you if you if you walking with that positive energy, you letting that off. I mean, hey, you never know where your, where your life where it's gonna hit lead you. Man, the love That's of a mother, bro. Man. Mothers don't care if you didn't slaughter the whole camp of kids, bro. <laughs> Mom's gonna be rooting for you. Like, right, this dude that murdered more people than Thanos, oh, your mama's no. still there. Like. <laughs> That's my mama, my mama big, she plays a big part of my life, man. She is, <laughs> especially where all the wisdom that I have, entrepreneur, the ambition. 
I seen my mom go through the process of starting her own own business and prospering in a way. And a lot of businesses, like just between her business and other businesses, was she taught me uh, when they went out. So she didn't book all her customers, all of them top of each other, you know. So she had order in her room. She had her clientele came back for years on years. It wasn't trying to get that quick money where, hey, y'all, you, you know. <laughs> it, it was it was uh, uh, she had a corporate culture that she wanted before she even started you know and she yep. held on to that corporate corporate culture regardless of the money and, mm. and, and that right there was big when i go to other salons and stuff like that and i see people stack and people waiting for a long time or you know people <laughs> mad about certain little things i mean i look at my mom like man she's very professional how you do you handle things like a boss like you need to be out teaching them mom i'm telling her all the time you need right. to teach them. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah culture though you said it and that's the spaces when we create cultures that um that are resting on what we value and what value we want to add you can't help but be successful man that's yeah dope. janelle said he gotta meet you bro <laughs> what's up man? Hey, 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 yeah hey, janelle's hey, my awesome that's my awesome ego <laughs> hey, hey. Anytime, bro. i do that man i i call up strangers sometimes somebody can tell me like hey man it's dope dude you need, you need to be him and yeah this I cause hey, you might not know me. My name is Quintrell Johnson. That I do this, that, but hey, man, I, I, I'm, I'm struggling with this, man. I heard you have a lot of wisdom. Uh, I said you have to eat. Can I tell you to lunch? And that's how, that's how I connect. Now, that's one of my gifts too. I connect dope people with dope people. I didn't make so, so many connections of people from different <laughs> yeah. groups, uh, people from the streets to the professionals, put them together, and you know, so. Your network equals your network. So I love the man to go sit down, have a bite to eat with you. You dissect my mind, I just dissect yours. And, hey, you know. Yeah, that's a good one, bro. Hey, bro, so you want to do your poem? Uh, Are you open to doing your poem? Do you feel like doing it? Uh, yeah, I do it. Uh, so, hey, so my, my, my little cousin just got killed, R.I.P. Please be praying for my family, especially his mother. You never know the, uh, what a mother go through after the funeral was done you know yeah, you just sit and you just imagine yeah. the quiet moments and time when you're walking past a picture when you're expecting somebody to come in yeah so yeah i'll be praying for my auntie but anyway uh when i wrote this poem at this at the funeral and i ain't wrote a poem in years i, I ain't wrote a poem since my grandma died i said some funeral so what happened was i ended up calling my auntie and i was like okay man if you, whatever you need just let me know uh she didn't tell me what she knew at the time well my mama uh they were doing no obituary, and she said to my I need to do somebody to do a poem. She's like, I'm sure I did a, uh, did a point for my mama's funeral, da 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 She's like, oh, Contrell, I know what you can do. You can do the point. <laughs> so this is like two or three days before the thing, and I already had a whole lot of stuff on my schedule. All right. Like, I yeah. So the anxiety kind of built up, like, man, I wrote a poem in so long, and I'm on crunch time. I got this much stuff to do. So I did that thing that we did in the group where I looked at the candle, now I took about three or four deep breaths. Let's go. Candle man. And when I say my focus came in on a whole nother level where I feel like I became Deontay this month. <laughs> and uh as I got to the right uh, man, I yeah. just led me. It, and, and I when I saw I wrote that probably within 30, 45 minutes. I ran I kind of had to change certain things up a little mm -hmm. bit. Uh and I didn't think it was that powerful. And then, but when I said at the funeral, man, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't have got so much in the inbox. Even after the funeral, people come to me, like, I right, mean, that was dope. All right, you know, uh, man, you touched me. The dude that came to me, something about 
He's like, cuz, he said, I had a dream. <laughs> I had a yeah. dream that, that guy had reached his hand out to me. He was giving me a choice. Like, hey, man, he's like, man, your, your coin was just on. Wow. You talking to me. That's powerful, like, bro. That's dope. That's dope. And I had some people, they trying to get me to go to open mic and spoke a word. I'm like, so I didn't bother in a whole lot of, but I, I didn't realize how good it was. But I felt like when I asked God to lead me, it's like he he did it. And, and now I'm starting to see like, God, you did that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's kind of it's kind of wait till you see my wings, and this is my little cousin right here, Deontay. Call him Stretch. Man, yeah, yeah, That's the reason why that made me really that put some fire in my ass. Like, man, yeah, your purpose that and they they hit my guilt. Like, hey, hey, what are you doing? I know you folks, you having a good time going on these trips, and hey, mm-hmm. you know, business is good, but hey, hey. Remember what your purpose is. That's, right. that's what I'm going through right now. So if I post something on Facebook and it's like, oh, you might be going, I'm going through the beauty of knowing that, hey, man, I, I'm, I got to practice balance and I got to make sure that I operate to where I'm going to be fulfilling God's will. But here you go. Right. It's, called, it's called Wait Till You See My Wings. Okay. I remember talking about dogs, then I heard a voice. Let me tell my bad before I before I even go with that. Let me tell y'all, you know, whenever he he was he was riding on the highway, and uh, somebody that he had beef with, you know, came on the side of the car and they started shooting. They shot the girl and they shot him. He got shot one time in his head. Uh, he died. Yeah. He got shot about four or five times. She she survived. Wow. Uh, so now I'm gonna start. <laughs> so you kind of know where this come from. And before wow. uh, she told her mom before he even died. She's like, we was talking about dogs. And then we just seen a car, car pull up, come slow down, they, you know, and they start shooting. And mm. that's where this beginning of this point was coming. But it said, it's called Wait Until You See My Wings. I remember talking about dogs. Then I heard a loud noise. Everything went silent, and I heard a voice. It said, you can open your eyes, but it's your choice. I started thinking, what should I do? If I opened up my eyes, what would I go through? Would it be the pain and the sufferance? Or vengeance destroying my destiny. I had to make a decision because I felt like God was testing. Next thing I know, I seen a man. He gave me an offer and extended his hand. As I approached him, I immediately became a fan because I'm thinking that this is my chance into the promised land. Hmm. So you are the chosen one. I'm afraid that you didn't see. Before things get out of hand, I decided that I'm keeping you up here with me. So I had to sacrifice my human shell and my spirit for wings. Everything all white, trimmed in gold, peaceful, beautiful, and serene. I was afraid if I opened my eyes that I might escape this dream. But I asked, why I got to go so soon? He said, because you suffered enough and you was headed to doom. So he started taking me around memory lane where everything became simple and plain. I asked, can I at least go to my loved ones and say goodbye? He said, go ahead. Give it a try. He said, I've been talking to them, but I haven't got no reply. I don't even think they know that I'm right here by their side. They have to be able to tap into the spirit to hear it. If you are too profound, they'll block you out because they're feared. Mm-hmm. You are in a different dimension of life. You can meet them through dreams, just not by sight. So family and friends, pick up your chin and dry your tears. Be happy for me because I like it here. As time goes on, the pain will fade. But don't forget the memories you made. Watch out for my kids and show them the way. Make sure my parents, grandparents, and my siblings are straight. To my family and friends, I always cherish the love we share. 
Talk to me through the clouds. Put one in the earth. Life here has everything I will ever need. This is a different high now, so I don't need no weed. We thought we was popping and doing big things. My halo made of diamonds, and I got Nipsey Blue on my wings. Mm. So when tomorrow starts without me, there's no need to cry. Just know that I'm your guardian angel right by your side. I know it hurt, but don't mourn alone. We all got to go. I was just the first to make it home. Wow. But, but before I go to test out my new wings, I want to tell you one more thing. Remember, God put you on this earth for a purpose. These seconds on this clock don't stop, so make every second worth it. I love you all. We'll never depart until I see you again. I'll keep you close to my heart, but wait till you see my wings. That's it. I like it, bro. Wow, man. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I got, I got a lot of love, man. And uh, people keep having me. I mean, call that man. They talking about going to smoke. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna lie. So it's been giving me a little uh, uh, spark to to start back writing and to you know embrace another gift the guy that gave me. Yeah. Yeah, man. Being the channel was a blessing, bro. Right, 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 right. We don't even know we're channeling. It's, it's, it's dope when you start realizing, like, hey, God using you as a vessel. You operate, absolutely. Right. You turn a little bit and understand what God is trying to, God trying to do. You know. I appreciate it, you sharing man. that, my guy. Wow, yeah. thank you, bro. Another, another amazing fr uh, Friday freestyle chat, yo. Another, another one. Man, the place, I listen, I'm doing, man. Y'all don't even know. I, I see this. Uh, I, one thing I'm gonna say before I leave, I wish we can get more leaders to work with each other. I I, I wish we would all kind of like put our guard down a little bit because I I think that's the that's the secret to the change that we have. There's too many divisions of people trying to do the same thing, and imagine if we all came together. But I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> In due but, uh, season. That's real though. Yeah. I think as of right now, we just work with the harvest that we have. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, Let right. nature take its course. It's, it's right. working like it's supposed to. Right, right, right. Absolutely. But you're right. Because let's keep it real. Every leader has their stages of development that they got to go through, and everybody don't want to do the work, David. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just <laughs> right. saying. Uh, right. We're here, man. Eat, but they don't want to prepare the food. Y'all don't want to go grocery shopping? I'm just saying. But right. it is conversations <laughs> like this, it is creating safe transparent authentic conversations that allow people to know that this is available that's the biggest right, thing you know what i'm saying so thank you for taking time to be able to do this with us because you know we are our man cave meetups and sometimes people show up bro but the idea is like how can i share my story to impact other people right you know what i'm saying so, we appreciate you bro so listen i want to um, i want you to tell people where they can find you um tell them how they can get in contact with you and what you got going on uh, yeah, you can contact me at um, 500 4207. Uh, that's that's for if you're trying to look if you're looking for cable icon TV, icon TV. Uh, we didn't get time to talk about that, but it's okay. Uh, did, 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 are we still on air? Yeah, yeah. we're still on air. Okay. Yeah, man. I'll give a little flip. I know they see in the background, but icon yeah. TV, uh, and icon TV is stream is two different services. Uh, icon TV is uh, $50 a month that has every channel uh every sports network uh what? but yeah and then when icon tv extreme though we got the video on demand so you got any movie any tv series so basically all your streaming needs is all in one especially on icon tv extreme that's 60 dollars a month five dollars each additional line when is i, this I available? Tell you, uh, hold on hold on is this available everywhere 
it nationwide. I got people in that. Wow. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. I got yeah, and I don't even. That's that's the that's it. This this business stretched me in so many different ways because I ain't never had to deal with no no national stuff. People that where we got a language barrier <laughs> where I don't even know what they saying and they have an issue. <laughs> put me in a whole different like hey man, I gotta to go ahead and learn some kind of app that's gonna teach me how to you know uh uh so I mean it's expanding me a certain on a national level to th- you know, you know I gotta go get lawyers and and do little stuff to make sure that I'm operating you know right and I should wow but uh yes yeah, yeah. so- TV icon TV extreme uh if you if you're trying to get the service you can call that number five zero zero forty two zero seven uh, customer service will go ahead and set you an appointment. We'll come get you hooked up. If you just want to know information about what's going on, you can go to the website www.icontvextreme.org. Uh, we we do a we doing a thing right now. So uh, with the making the men event, we're gonna have a big event pretty soon. We're gonna have a a, a bourbon connection. It's gonna be a fundraiser event for uh, our making the men boys, and um, we we use some of the proceeds twenty dollars of everybody of residual income. So every time we get a new customer. Every month, twenty dollars is going back to the making of men. That's uh, dope, bro. Yeah, that is yeah. amazing. And so that way we can supply them with suits. You know, I did that last year. Where uh, big ups to Andy because he's, he's a big advocate of Mr. Davis uh, to help. You know, for them putting this vision together and uh, having this bourbon connection, so we can try to make some money for these boys, so we can raise some money for some suits and get them uh, spiffy. Uh, so please, uh, you know, support so we can get these these young men some suits. Uh, and the same thing, we're gonna do the same thing with the man cave program. Uh, Let's go. We can tap into uh, to to make people where it's benefit everybody. We all work Absolutely. together. We all, we all a big old puzzle at the end of the day. We just gotta learn how to make our pieces connect. That's it, man. That's it. Thank you so much. Of course, they can find you on Facebook. Um, yeah, are you on any other social media platforms? Facebook, Quintrell Johnson. If you want the services, well, you want to just tap in with me and just, just have a conversation, sit down and go have a bite to eat or something. Quintrell Johnson on Facebook, on Instagram. It's uh, show, uh, okay, see. Absolutely. And of course, you can find him in the man cave. Because hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah man, we're we'll building in the, the man network, cave. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, so appreciate you with that, bro. Listen, Donnell, tell us what we got coming up next, man. Hey, listen, man, if you guys don't know, man, we do have our modern man cave uh, meetup that is going to be going down the last Monday. You know what? It's going to be the 25th this month. 25th. Okay. We have our link up. Man, we got Langston University just hit us up to bring our uh, modern, uh, our master class to Langston. Let's go. Me and Damon, we're taking the master class at Langston University, so it's awesome. Thanks for everybody's support. As you guys see, Quintrell just said he did the candle exercise, which is one of the meditation exercises that we subscribed during the thing, which is already applying and making his life better. He came with an amazing, you know, uh, poem from that. So, you know, that's a daily practice. But we also have our Friday morning freestyle chats. We want to thank everybody that showed up today, tapped in, that contributed. You guys you guys showing up is what makes these conversations so dynamic. So thank you. And also, we have a new six-week virtual retreat. A lot of times when we do the master class, we don't have enough time to really go into it like we would. And people always have questions. So me and Damon say, hey, man, let's create a virtual retreat for those who really want to take their development to the next level. And it's a six-week course. It'll be recorded. We would have a private group as well, um, and it would be a membership um, th- type thing with it as long along with this, which I'm really excited. We've already started. It is powerful. When I say powerful, we have been able to take experience from my world, 
uh, Dr. Damon's world and merge them together. And we actually have a video recording. So this is not one of those things like for those who are like, man, hey, I'm do truck driving. I can't make it to the master class or, hey, I work real late or, you know, I got my kids, bro. So I can't make it to the meetups. We are creating uh, a virtual program where you have videos, push play. You know, you can pause it. So no matter where you're at, for my guys, let's be jogging in the morning, Quintrell. You be jogging. You can push play on this. You can listen to us. But we have some in-depth practices that you can do throughout the week that will help you grow. And we're going to be doing this together. So I'm excited about this, man. I'm really excited. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Absolutely. Listen, that's um, we when we talk about the master class, like this, Quintrell, you came to our last master class. What was that experience like? Man, that, that was dope, man. You, you kind of gave me some um, some references to go by. Kind of helped me to give me a solid foundation to walk on as far as our values. You gave me an understanding like, okay, uh, I say that these is my values, but in real life, where I'm at in life right now, what am I valuing? You know, it, it make you kind of say, okay, well, I'm valuing this. So I need to go back to the drawing board to switch my system, make sure that I'm getting my values that I know that, that, that that's God destined. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm getting out of my own way. Even the focus thing that, that, they helped me out a lot. That kind of just bring everything when like, everything's going like this, and they bring everything like man, <laughs> like a laser point focus. Bro, so, your whole life can be a meditation. Right you know, meditation just have to be sitting in stillness. You can do everything and create conscious awareness. That's really how you impair yourself. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, is life happening to me or am I happening to life? Right. That's that's, that's it. So we appreciate that word, man, because, you know, one of the things that we we want to be really clear and honest about is that this when we talk about a master class, this is not, you know, we so much love and respect for what you guys are doing with making a man. And this is different. Mm-hmm. You know, our goal isn't to isn't to transition boys to being, um, you know, a version of men that, that we feel like we need in the community. This is we created this for men to walk out of this space feeling like a and knowing that you are in fact a better version of yourself when you walked in. Right. That's our, that's our guarantee. And that's so right. when when we hear from brothers like you who are already so dynamic and powerful and accomplished and 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 authentic and humble say that they can walk into this space and that has been and you know made such an impact in your life and where you see your life going, that's like that fills us. That lets us know right. we're doing the right thing. Absolutely. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're doing the right thing, man. I love that little uh when we talk about emotions, health and wellness took a little heart. Yeah, little, man. Hey, that's that's pretty dope too. They help my commu- communication out a lot. Do you remember what heart stands for? Well, don't go, don't be going out there giving our trade secrets, my man. Come on now. Hell a class for a reason, bro. That's the class that you would know what heart stands for. Yeah, right, right. Listen, listen, we're not playing. No, but we appreciate you, man, and we appreciate that, bro. This is this is real life. This is something that we're really excited about um, bringing to the table. Listen, I'm gonna say we we sat down. Um, I got to go and sit down and represent um, the master class. I got to represent modern manhood and the community at large at um, at a dinner the other night that was uh, sponsored by um, the national. Uh, oh gosh, NAO, NA, 
NAOKC and what they do, the Neighborhood Alliance of uh, Central Oklahoma, they bring together um, people and opportunities and 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 facilitate the conversations that need to happen for our our, our communities to be better, more attractive, to be health, healthier and happier. And when I tell you there's so many opportunities out here to sit down with the chief of police, sit down with other other um, important and prominent people who are who are here to serve our community, we need to go find those spaces. So I'm going to tell you, it was an amazing um, opportunity to sit down and talk with him. And if you're in the man cave, you saw that I did a recap and I shared some of the main points in that. What the reason I'm saying this is because those of you who are hearing this podcast, who are hearing this episode, either live or even a recording of it, because we'll have this posted on our website. If there are spaces and places that you know we need to be, we need you to reach out and grab us and tell man. us. So we can do that. Yes. Like, tell us where we need to be so that our communities can grow and thrive the way we say we want, want them to show up. And I'm not talking about just Donnell and me, because Donnell's going to the next to the next um, dinner with the chief. But I'm talking about Quintrell's and, and you know, the Gennaro's and, and, and yeah, the, the KG's, yeah, the Mac O's. Like, yeah. listen, we're building this for a reason. Right. That means we're here to show up. So I'm telling anybody who's listening to this, if you need men to show up, come to the man cave and let us know where we need to be. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so I think we good, bro. We killed it. Bro. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it, bro, once again. Killed it. <laughs> man, man, Quintrell, thank you again, bro. I cannot wait for the next time we sit down and talk um, and really catch up and get some stuff going because um, this, is, this is our year, man, to really start building and creating a community. We say we want our children to grow up and thrive in. So it has been a pleasure having you here, man. Thank you. Thank you so much, bro. This marathon with y'all, man. Hey, this is just only beginning, baby. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. Peace to everybody out there. Have a dope, dope, dope Friday and a dope weekend. And uh, keep continue to, to, to keep each other, lift each other. And let's go out there and be our best. Appreciate y'all for checking it out. Already. Absolutely.